0: They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von hutton Pulitzer.
1: Hey there, folks. Welcome to the program. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever had a confidence crisis where you just thought you'd never get through it uh it shook you to your core um but yet here you are i can remember my very first confidence crisis i ever had i was in the second grade i still remember the teacher's name her name was miss english beautiful beautiful woman And in my class, I had discovered that the two prettiest girls in the school, Kay and Stacy, were going to be in my class. I was awestruck. I can remember um, walking down the hallway in my elementary school, getting to that door. It's as vivid in my mind today as it was then getting to the door room of that classroom, which was open, standing there, kind of peeking in the door and seeing this incredibly beautiful teacher, who I was admittedly crushing on, and Kay and Stacy, And I'm trying to build my courage to walk into the room and, you know, just... I guess, be cool, I don't know, control myself, whatever it was, not to stare. And then it happened. My sister, three grades ahead of me, decided she was going to help me get some courage. Already knew the dilemma why I was in, and so as she walked past... Me in the hallway, seeing me standing there peeking in the door, starstruck, she decided to give me a hand. In fact, she decided to give me two hands and a running head start and smacked me right middle of the back and pushed me into the room to where I fell flat on my face and my books and lunchbox went everywhere. I was devastated. I was devastated. All I could do, and it wasn't my nature, but all I could do, literally, was cry and run out of the room. I thought my whole world was over. And it's funny, here I am in my mid-50s, and I still remember that day, right? That day, vividly. And... I can say that's probably the first time I ever, as a human, felt a tremendous, confident crisis. It devastated me. I just wanted to crawl under a rock. I just wanted to hide. I'm sure we've all been through that kind of crap, right? (laughs) My sister didn't help me at all. I could have just wrung her neck. But, here I sit, I don't have that confidence crisis anymore, but I would have uh, sworn to you back then that it would have, that my world was over, right? That my world was over. What caused me to reflect on that, truly, was just moments before this broadcast. Just moments. Nothing... Uh, really, that I ever talk about with you. By the way, shout out to all my FM radio listeners at Real Talk 93.3. It's not planned. There are no scripts to my program or anything. It's just, okay, I'm going to talk about this and let's go. I never know where it's going to lead. And sitting here, I was just reflecting on the fact that yesterday, as we all know, um. The fine people at True the Vote uh, basically were walked out of a courtroom and incarcerated for not revealing their sources. I know in many ways, each of you are feeling, holy smokes, what the hell's going on with our country? How can we be so upside down? And in many ways things that are going on right now true to vote to be one of them are just making you wonder how in the hell can we have a system that incarcerates people that we know were the good people and ignores and ignores outright criminals in the system and therefore we collectively maybe as a nation are suffering a Confidence crisis. Because many of us feel deep in our soul that America's being murdered right before our eyes. Believe me, I have thoughts like that too. And I know you're used to seeing my smiling face if you watch me on video. But I've learned, if anything I've learned out of a childhood of trauma, I have learned the most important thing. And believe me, I've been through massive traumas in my life of all kinds. That I was lucky enough to be given the gift to understand your survival of those traumas regardless of what the trauma is. You know, it wasn't but three more years later than me being shoved in that classroom at that very same elementary that I was being raped repeatedly by two uh, teachers every single day of my fifth grade year. Trust me, I know trauma. And I know getting through it literally is a mindset. But one thing that always happens is you get through it and you go on and you're right, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And here we are together collectively suffering this. And I want you to know Many people suffer different traumas. I have family and friends here in the program that have lost a daughter that was murdered. I, I, look, we all have different traumas. But that's part of what being here is. It's about never giving up and that spirit of never giving up and that spirit of just getting back up to go at it again. We're going to talk about the uh, true the vote, officially arrest. We're going to talk about the midterms, but we're going to talk about we will survive this, we will get through this, and we will be better for this. But I need to give you a dose of perspective because I think some of you need to upgrade your thinking. I'll be right back right after this. We're back. Now let's continue to
0: fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Here's Jovan.
1: So back to my same sister, Sophie, who I, I love dearly. By the time we got to high school, Sophie was very popular with friends and, and everything else and had one particular friend. Her name was Barbara. Barbara was a kind of negative person, uh, I guess by nature. And uh, Barbara and my sister and us are opposite by nature. If you like my kidding nature and horseplay, It's it's how the three of us learned to survive Hellhole that was our childhood, but Barbara had got in with some other friends that were all kind of the oh woe is me crowd. One morning, walking to school as normal to walk to school, my sister wasn't met by Barbara, and so she went to look in her window to see if she was up, and she could see her laying there in the bed and looking like she had thrown up and kind of hanging over the side of the bed, not looking very well. And my sister went to the door. Knocked on the door, told Barbara's mother. Uh, Barbara's mother said, yeah, I know. And evidently what had happened is Barbara had taken an overdose of some sort. And mom was embarrassed. Embarrassed that her daughter would do that. And left Barbara there. And said nothing, because the mom thought more about herself and what it would look like to her and was embarrassed and maybe gripped with fear. Who knows? I don't know. But she left Barbara there. Barbara died. I think about things like that when I think about inactivity and I think about the people around us. And if you know anything about me and my groups, I do not allow negativity in my group. I don't do it because I understand negativity is a cancer, and it's a cancer that kills. I wouldn't be here today doing all that I've done, and I can say, unconceitedly, I've done some pretty cool things. I have no basis and logic that I've been able to do them because my background wouldn't dictate it, and I always believe it's just because God gave me a gift and I recognize those gifts, and I just trust those gifts and use them. And that's why I know your mindset is everything. But right now in our country, you know, we have scandals, and we're wondering about our politicians, and I think sometimes we forget that we've been here before. You know, Um, Grover Cleveland, Democratic president, just after he won the presidential nomination in 1884, it was revealed that he had sexually assaulted uh, a young girl that he was infatuated with. Her name was Maria Halpern. He got her pregnant. When the child was born, he used his political influence in the city to have Halpern committed, right? And he sent the child to an orphanage. Same thing happened to Hardin, a Republican president, had a secret child out of wedlock, conceived a child with a 19-year-old, Nan Britton, Long, he had a long-term affair and another one, he got blackmailed for $50,000, and as and ironic as this sounds today, he had to pay her $50,000 and give her a cruise to China <laughs> during the 1920 election, and of course his members, known as the Ohio Gang, got caught in what's called the Teapot Dome Scandal. Uh, we've had many, right? We've had uh, many. We've had Watergate. We've had the Iran-Contra affair, right? That one I know a little bit more about simply because I was dating that general's daughter (laughs) right after it walked up. And then we had Bill's spill. I think sometimes we look and expect our politicians to be squeaky clean, and now painfully we know they're not. And we know they cover for each other. Back in the 70s and 80s, the FBI did a, a sting operation. It was called ABSCAM, was what it was. And they did a two-year investigation targeting, you know, stolen property and bribes and corruption of prominent businessmen. There were 30 political figures investigated. Six members of the House of Representatives, one senior uh, senator, were actually convicted people from the New Jersey State Senate, Philadelphia City Council, mayor of Camden, New Jersey, uh, an inspector for the United States Immigration and Naturalization Service. I mean, it just went on and on and on and on. And at that time, that was a major crisis for our country. The point, we've been here and we've done this before. The only difference that is going on right now is our ability to see it. The very thing that will save our nation and our republic and save every one of us is the fact that we see it. And it is the fact that we see it that makes every one of us hurt beyond belief. It is the fact that we see it that makes every one of us sometimes sit in a confidence crisis. See, that's the thing about truly divine gifts. Any special gift, any special God-given gift comes with hooks. And many times those hooks aren't pleasant or not pleasant. I'm one of these people that my gifts allow me to do. I can do my program talking to you, stay right on target, read all of the screwing chat flying by on the right, and carry on a different conversation in my mind of how I work in your comments to what I'm doing and never miss a beat here. I've learned how to use that gift, but I'm telling you, that gift is a pain in the butt. That gift many times does not afford me sleep. That gift, for my mind, I can go down the rabbit holes, I can be dragged deep down the rabbit holes, and if I let it get out of control, it can consume me as a very dark, ugly blackness because I can do all of those three roles at one time. So believe me when I say... Your mind and your mindset and stealing your mind in the right way is the key to surviving anything, to fixing anything, and to getting out of horrible messes. When we come back, we're going to talk about how do we apply this to True the Vote. Be right back. Are you following
0: Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling him out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it.
1: I would assume that most of you have had a pet in your life. I would assume most of you have walked into a animal shelter, maybe, in your life. And it is important to point out that children and pets are kind of the same, right? Take an animal and raise your hand at it all the time, beating the hell out of it. You know what you get in that animal, an animal that shies away, that's timid, that keeps quiet that just lays in the corner and lulls. The same thing is for children. Children will do the same thing. If you treat your children the same way, if you whip the hell out of your children, you basically tell them they're not worth crap or whatever, they eventually begin to believe they're not worth a crap. I tell you that because words mean things. And many times it's the words that set your mindset. But at the same time, there are anomalies out there where you could walk into that animal shelter and there's the one puppy that just smiles and wags no matter what. And it can be the ugliest damn puppy in the bunch. Not what you thought you would get, but just that one puppy just makes your heart sing with joy and you decide, dang it. That's not what I was looking for, but this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this one. I believe those are lessons in mindset. Those are lessons in how stinking thinking can kill you. It's true. Stinking thinking can kill you. Here we sit as a nation, and many are disheartened by the fact I think it's horribly unfair that Greg and Catherine were marched out of court yesterday by a so-called conservative judge that is saying, you did not comply with my order, and so you're going to jail. Now, I know what most of you thought, what the hell? Hillary didn't comply with the order, and we didn't get the emails, or we didn't get the servers or the Splunk logs in in, uh, Arizona. What is this? This is unfair. Well, in reality, I've had to think about it, um, about all of this stuff. And the reality is, if he is actually a good judge following the rules then what he did although we might not like it we might think it's not justice what he did was follow basically the rule of law we don't necessarily know what it's what's in his mind we really don't but in reality he has the right to set down the rules, and a right to make those rules be applied to. Now, don't confuse rights with character. What Greg and Catherine are doing, they are displaying their character and their individual right to say, no, we're not going to give up the person who gave them the information. And again, that's great, strong character. Now, in reality, as horrible as this may be, I want to do just a minor twist, just a little bit of minor twist in this. We could go all we could go down all kinds of rabbit holes with this. I told you, you know, what if this person, which now seems to be somehow connected to the FBI, um was a plant the whole time. We could go down that road. Or We could step back a moment and go, let's see, okay, this judge is being tough, and the judge is saying, my word is the law, which is technically correct. And in reality, there is a distinct possibility that with this judge sticking to his guns, regardless of how every one of you think he's a rat bastard, you do understand that for months we've been saying, we wish we just had a judge that followed the rule of law. Dang it, these people are getting away with murder. Well, I want you to understand something. Uh, this judge who has the right to demand this may have just, fact, followed the rule of law and applied the rule of law and exerted the rule of law. So maybe this judge was showing, in a way, that the rule of law applies. But at the same time, this judge may have been giving all of us a gift. Remember, I talked to you about what happened in Georgia with a Supreme Court ruling, and then buried in that Supreme Court ruling was a gift we all wanted. It came out of nowhere. But it was a gift of integrity. It was a gift out of nowhere that will probably change the face of every election standing in the United States of America. It came from a most unlikely place. Do I think that Catherine and Greg being jailed is a horrible and bad thing? Yes, I do. Do I think it can be used for greatness? You better believe it. Do I think it literally empowered Greg and Catherine beyond the power they already had? Yes, I do. Do I believe it bound you who saw 2,000 mules and know that the media was gaslighting us that it wasn't true? Did it bind you even greater to them? Yes, I do. Did you watch people that you trust and get information from standing proud, great, and standing on their word and refusing to sell out no matter what based on integrity? Yes, you did. The message the optics, the true truth of True the Vote, was quite possibly we literally were given a gift. There's nothing better than rallying behind your heroes. There's nothing more unifying than people standing up And supporting their heroes in tough times. See, many times your heroes support you. And there are times when you have to support your heroes. What I realize in all of this is we've been through this before. This was a gift. Because as many people see that judges aren't taking care of cases or aren't following the rule of law, it's not a hard stretch to see that this judge was following his right and has to follow that right and has an obligation to get to the bottom of the case, has an obligation to find out if the information is right or not. This judge has an equal obligation to not only verify all of the data was in fact going to China because it is through that verification we get prosecution. So verification has to be had. On the opposite end of that duty is if it was found out that the information was bogus, we would learn and thrive too. Do you know why? Because if it was found out that our government set up Catherine and Greg because they hated them, because they wanted to take them out, because some Republicans and Democrats didn't like them snooping around, and therefore they planned this too, to feed Greg and Catherine bad information through an informant that was only playing a role, that is a gift as well. Why is that? Because it exposes how far our government will go to keep their shenanigans secret. And secrets only get allowed to continue to destroy as long as the secrets stay secrets. A serial killer like Jeffrey Dahmer only continues to do what he does as long as they can do it in secret. But when that secret is exposed, you cannot help but evolve. You cannot help but learn. This particular secret, whatever it ends up being, is in the process of being birthed. And the problem we all have right now is there's too many secrets hidden from us. And so along the way, all of this process is about the very horrible, painful process of exposing deep, hidden secrets that are festering inside the soul of our nation and are literally killing us, poisoning us, and possibly destroying our country. But the truism in every bit of it, just like cancer, you have to detect it, you have to confirm it, and you have to cut that crap out. That is the rule of truth and the rule of healing thyself. And so, yeah, yeah. All of us are upset. I don't like this. I consider myself a target every day. That's why I watch the group so closely. When people come in and say, we got to rise up and we got to get in the streets. I cut them off at their feet. Why? Because I'm not going to allow myself to be set up because I know that this is the way it happens. And by the way, If you're willing to play in this game at the big boy level, this comes with it, and you have to be very aware of it. This did not, this did not come as a surprise to Greg or Catherine or anybody in this. This is the way, unfortunately, it happens. We don't know much. We will find out more. And I'm asking you to try to be calm in that process. Hang tight. Be right back. Final words.
0: Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan daily on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back.
1: I want to ask you, just for a moment in time, get very grounded in reality with me. I have told you for well over two years, this is World War Three. I have told you we are in a war. I wasn't saying that just to do a rah-rah speech or to make myself self-important. All I was doing was telling you a direct, hard reality. Now, if in fact, think for a moment, we were in a war, then you would be seeing some very nasty things. You would be seeing death death and destruction. You would be seeing attacks. You would be seeing prisoners of war. You would be seeing all kinds of tactics. You would see your fellow soldiers going down and getting pummeled. You would see spies being exposed. You would see territory being gained and territory being lost. You would see the battle lines expand and contract. You would have great wins and you'd have hard defeats. Let me ask you a question. Do all of those things sound familiar to you? Now do you get the point that I have told you all along this is World War III and you are in the middle of World War III. This is just a different kind of war. You don't lead in a war by sitting back. There are times you run on the battlefield, and there are chances when you put yourself out there and run on the battlefield that you get mowed down. Nothing is safe in this war, just like nothing is safe in any other war. We will win some, we will lose some, but the bottom line is it's still a war, and there's only one rule in war. Never surrender. My philosophy is never surrender, even if I am the last man standing, I will still fight This war. Right now I'm able to fight it on a battlefield. My battlefield used to be about, hell, 900 times larger. They've pushed my personal battlefield down. But even if they wiped all of this out, so what? It's time for me to go hand to hand. That means person to person if I have to do it. Folks, this is a war. This is the way it is. War consumes people, war kills people, war makes heroes, and wars change the world for either good or bad. The common trait of a surrendered war, when the fighters surrender, especially when it's America or Vietnam's, when we give up and walk away, the world is worse off for it. When Americans do what Americans do and fight for truth and honor, America ends up making a lot of those places better than they were. The only thing that's going on here is our souls are awakened and now we're in a time where we realize most of what we thought was true was an, is an illusion. Everything's an illusion. But that's the gift. Because, see, people like in North Korea that believes their honorable leader doesn't defecate because he is a son made directly from God, oh yeah, look it up, folks. Would you rather be that Would you rather just get your little portion, go along, oh yes, great leader, you are the son of God, blah, 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 from divine powers, or would you rather be who you are? And that's an American who understands incredibly what freedom and liberty means. This is only temporary, folks. It hurts like hell, but we have received more gifts out of this than i think anything in the world we've got if i go back in time and look two great gifts that we've been given one is the internet the internet was an incredible gift to us all we used to be ruled by our little school libraries and if our librarian wanted the book now we can learn anything we want at any time we want just reach out and learn it you're no longer constrained by the system to learn That was kind of prepping us for this fight, don't you think? Because all that time we learned the internet, we learned to use these tools. One of the things I'm trying to help you to do is to use these tools better and smarter, because I now know they're the tools of war. They're either tools to build up and save and rescue, or they're tools to tear down. And that's why we've been given a gift. None of this is fair, and none of it will ever be fair. You have to stop expecting out of the enemy what you manage your life by. You manage your life by trying to be honest, respectful, polite, rule of law, the whole bit. Quit laying your own values over the enemy. Stop it. It's frustrating. You can't do it. You will always be miserable. Know one thing. One thing, they're here to destroy. Therefore, you have to be here to win. Stop measuring other people by what you would do. Don't expect these officials to be good guys. They're not. And you just need to do what you do. Share the truth. Fight for the truth. Bring out the sunlight. And remember... The one thing that fixes this all is truth and getting it out there. And that takes a commitment to never give up, just like in war, because if you lay down and give up, you die. And if enough of you do it, this nation dies. We all have to fight.
0: Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system